0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to part two of our E3 special, 2021. This is Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew,
1: and I'm Andrew.
0: Oh my goodness! <laughs> this has been this has been quite the plot twist. So, gotcha. Andrew, Andrew, uh, you ready to hop into it?
1: I am. Yes. Okay. This is stop. actually Kelly.
0: Yeah, I was going to stop the meme because that would be exhausting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I got you guys pretty good, huh?
0: Oh yeah. I bet the audience was just like, huh?
1: Yeah, they were probably confused.
0: Uh so uh let's hop right in. How about it? Do you wanna go into that Ubisoft forward?
1: I do, yes.
0: So um, Ubisoft. For... Go ahead, sorry. You wanna go? Uh you want me to go? You wanna go, you want me to go?
1: You go, you go, you go.
0: I go, I go. hmm. Nothing but organization here at Talking Games. <laughs> So, Ubisoft had an E3 event on Saturday. They opened up their event with a new trailer for Rainbow Six Extraction, which is a three-player co-op game. It is about an alien infiltration. Um, There's going to be cross-play, which was confirmed, and there was lots of footage shown. Uh, I'm going to be honest, not really super into Tom Clancy games, usually. Um, Just kind of a little too military-y for me um but as far as these games go this one definitely looks the most appealing to me out of what i've seen in the past few years uh the alien stuff is really trippy and gross (laughs) Uh, i like a lot of monster designs and the three-player co-op looks fun i won't play it because you know it's one of those things where, like, playing a full campaign game and getting two other people to play it with you start to finish, that's just a hassle. So, but, but it does look nice. I will give them that.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I feel the same. I'm, I've never been into the Rainbow Six games. I think they're like way too competitive for how they play. And I, I don't know. I just, it did look cool, but, eh, I could do without, you know, and I will. Yeah. So.
0: And that game's that's, out September 16th of this year, so that's coming real soon if you are interested.
1: Yes. Um, something that might be coming soon, but we don't know. Uh, <laughs> Rocksmith Plus, which sounds like a really cool and fun rock band-esque game. It is not.
0: <laughs> At um, all.
1: It's like a, it's like a, tr- it's like a guitar uh, teaching service. Like you learn how to play guitar. Yeah, something you would
0: not expect at an E3 conference,
1: <laughs> right? And uh, like I said, no release date, um, but you can register for the open beta right now. And it, there's, it's going to be like a subscription service, so um, you know, I that's pretty cool. But feels like kind of why did they announce it at E3? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. One thing I will say that a good meme from the internet was people saying, hey, people who are looking forward to getting Rayman at the Ubisoft conference, like, shut up. You did get Rayman. Because obviously there was no Rayman game announced, but during that rocksmithing, they were scrolling through a list of like music that you can learn to play. And one of the things was the Rayman soundtrack. And they're like, see, <laughs> you guys complaining for no reason.
1: See? Why are you upset? <laughs>
0: Uh, talking about an actual video game, the next game they showed off was called Riders Republic. It is an outdoor traversal sports MMO, um, which just sounds real goofy. They showed a bunch of different modes. The game will include snowboarding, biking, parachuting, jetpack, and, call back to our first part, a squirrel suit.
1: <gasps> a squirrel suit?
0: That's why I want the game. Yeah. It's out September 2nd. Um, I'm gonna be honest, this if you'd like describe that to me, I would like giggle and say, haha, that's kinda cool, and then not be interested. But seeing it kinda looks fun. Kinda looks like a goofy fun good time.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to determine like its survivability because I feel like a yeah. lot of MMOs sort of bank off of like, get this loot, level up get this loot level up it sort of feels like an mmo that doesn't really have that structure is not quite as i don't really know
0: it just looks fun when you're like like i'm watching some snowboarding as we speak like it's just fun that you could do like these tricks and stuff but you're surrounded by people you know what it reminds Mm -hmm. me of interestingly pokemon sword and shield oh because in that game during the wild area you you're kind of doing your own thing you're just walking around doing whatever you got to do or in this case riding a bike or snowboarding or something like that and you're just surrounded by other people all doing their own thing and they don't really have a direct impact on you generally but it's just kind of cool to see all those people around you you know feel less like an alone alone in this giant world so
1: that's true yeah
0: and maybe that's not the fairest comparison considering in pokemon sword and shield it, it didn't work at all <laughs> and, and your game would run at twelve frames per second if you did it, but it, <laughs> if if it works in this game, which the trailer implies it will, it honestly seems like an interesting way to do you know that kind of sporty, outdoor, sporty, fun gameplay.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> um, I agree. Looks pretty interesting. Um, they also announced some updates for Rainbow Six Siege. Not really the most exciting news from Ubisoft, but. What are you talking really about?
0: Know. I'm 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 jumping up and down. Can't you see yeah. me right now jumping up and down?
1: Right. He's so excited.
0: I can't even handle myself.
1: <laughs> so, in other exciting news, um Just Dance 2022. Were we were we shocked? Were we surprised? I was. I was not. Oh. I was not surprised.
0: Now I feel a fool.
1: Yeah, you better because I haven't played a Just Dance in a long time. So I uh that's just another thing from Ubisoft. Thanks guys. Really appreciate the E3 2021 extravaganza.
0: It's almost like they release the same game every year. Almost. Like it's, it's exactly almost, the same with new songs.
1: Yeah, it's almost like they do. Um
0: here's what we're gonna do. I'm going to check if Just Dance 2022 is coming out for the Nintendo we that is what we're going to this is live no research. way no way here we go just dance 2022 coming to why is it difficult to find this xbox one ps4 nintendo switch series x and ps5
1: there's this no is- way they would release it for anything other than the switch
0: This is the first year that it hasn't been on Wii, right?
1: I don't think it was on the Wii last year. I don't think they make games for the Wii anymore.
0: Just Dance 2020 was the last Wii game. So it's, I mean, that's pretty recent in the grand scheme of things. I think it was kind of fair for me to assume that 2022 might be.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: But, hey, I tried.
1: So another game that we received some information about was Assassin's Creed Valhalla, they talked about some updates, a new DLC, and then they're doing like a history-based quote-unquote discovery mode. Um, I didn't play Valhalla, so I don't really have any, I, you know, I'm not really that big into Assassin's Creed anymore, so it's hard to get excited about this stuff, but it's cool for people who like the game and maybe history buffs who are like really into Vikings and stuff.
0: I'm glad it's not an annual series anymore. I think that's enormously important to that that series' vital, vitality now. So,
1: yeah, yeah, that's a good point.
0: So after that series of little updates, we got some updates on some uh, actual upcoming, interesting games. Um, Far Cry Six was shown off in a new trailer, and I know we talked a bit about this after Summer Games Fest and also the the week before when they showed another trailer. It feels like they're showing new trailers every week, but this field like, felt like a, a real proper introduction to Giancarlo Esposito's uh, villain. Um, it showed him entering a boat with the main character to retrieve his son, and it was a violent scene. It really showed him being quite evil, but also, in my opinion, a little bit more believable than, than prior series villains, because it really does feel like something A dictator would do you know like a a real world dictator so i'm actually really interested to see this this villain in action
1: yeah i um i thought it was almost a little bit underwhelming in terms of like character models i don't know if i sound like a snob but it just looked a little bit like dated
0: yeah no i'm with you it's not really the most cutting-edge looking game
1: which is shocking because I feel like the past Far Cry's have been very, like, ahead in that department. So
0: it kind of just looks like Far Cry Five quality, honestly. Like they didn't yeah, do much. Yeah, or even since then. like,
1: yeah, or even like four. I don't know. It just it looked a little bit like a like a early PS4 game, which I don't know. But you know, I'm intrigued about the story, and I have been since the launch trail, or not the launch. <laughs> the first trailer so we'll see yeah. um with this they also announced a mystery dlc um where he plays all the villains so not all the villains but starting with like Voss from three who everybody loved um pa- pagan min from four and then john seed from five i think it was john i didn't play five um so you play as the villains, I guess. And then they were like, they teased Blood Dragon, which was like a cyber 80s themed DLC that came out uh, with Far Cry 3. So I don't really know if they're like remastering it or if it's like a sequel. I know a lot of people really liked Blood Dragon. So I think it would be cool if it got either one of those. So
0: I'm very curious because they showed a little bit of some first person gameplay, but it was very vague on what exactly this will be and it's included with the season pass for six but like is it just going to be like kind of like a non-canon peculiar trippy experience where you play as those three characters or will it be something like legitimately telling their backstory or something
1: yeah i'm not sure i'm probably the most familiar with vaz and it looked like it was um like the main character from three whose name I can't remember Jason
0: Paul Tim it was very like it was like
1: intentionally bland no offense to anyone with that name but it was like intentionally very (laughs) like this is just a guy he's just a regular guy um so I thought that was interesting we'll see what happens
0: yeah pretty soon
1: very soon yes let's go
0: i I love it i love little visual gags (laughs) (laughs) um in other far more surprising news mario plus rabbits sparks of hope the sequel to the 2017 game was announced this uh introduced a lot of different content from the galaxy games there are going to be rabid lumas they are called sparks which is uh from the title Sparks of Hope. They're going to be very integral to the story according to the creators. They showed rabid Rosalina, a unique villain, which I really appreciated, something not based on Mario or Rabbids. They showed that Bowser will be in the game. Um, and then we heard some words from director Davide Soliani, who, you know, if you're at all integrated to, to video game and meme culture, you're aware is the guy that cried at E3 2017 when when uh, he was acknowledged by miyamoto um he's still an absolute legend they showed some pre-alpha gameplay um it looks to be getting rid of the the strict grid system that the original had which i think like you can actually move around it looks like and back and forth whereas in the original you used a, a pointer to pick a block and your character would automatically move there now it looks like you have direct control over where you go and it's more just like circles and stuff like general guidelines about how far you can go but but it doesn't actually it's not a grid like i said and that's coming out in 2022 they released both a cinematic and a gameplay trailer um we could talk about that a little bit sadly we do we should say that uh this was spoiled (laughs) a couple hours before it was shown i'm i feel like i'm used to leaks happening like you know a week out a couple weeks out you hear some news about something that's going to get shown but in this case, Nintendo's website was updated just a couple hours before Ubisoft's conference, and the main key art and some screenshots for the game all went up. So this was something that we went in knowing was going to happen.
1: Yeah. Um, I thought it looked very nice. I have never played a Rabbids game, um, but I do like that they incorporated elements of like Super Mario Galaxy. Like... Uh, the Lumas and then Rosalina, the Rosalina Rabbit, who I really liked. She had a lot of personality. Um, and I thought the little Luma Rabbids, the Sparks, were really, really cute. Because I think Lumas are cute. I don't think rabbits are cute. Um, <clears throat> but when you combine the two, it's it's very cute. So um, a lot of my judgment of the game is how cute the things are in it. So, <laughs> I it mean, was, I... It was a it was a bummer that it leaked. I like because I hadn't really been following the Ubisoft presentation until like um, the middle of it. Like I hopped in when the Far Cry trailer was going on, and I was like, um, people in the chat were like, because t- I was watching on Twitch. People in the chat were like talking about how the next one was going to be um, the Mario and Rabbit sequel, and I was like, how do they know this? But then I realized. <laughs> There was a leak and I was like, that's like that sucks. That really sucks for the developers, I feel like. Though sometimes I do feel like the leaks tend to come from the marketing department who are just trying to like create hype. But
0: I mean the first game know. leaked months in advance. That game was like there were rumblings of Mario Plus Rabbits for like months before it was announced and then like some some screenshots leaked in like May before the June. June E3. And, you know, that was like one of those things where I honestly think the leak was a good thing because that Mario plus Rabbits concept was so wild and just sounded awful when you just say that Mario and Rabbits are crossing over because Rabbits are kind of awful. A lot of people hate <laughs> them. I don't like them. So, kind of like settling us into the idea before they showed it was a good idea. And then once we saw it, I personally was very excited because, you know, the whole point of it is that they tone the rabbits down a lot to kind of match Mario's energy more. And that's why I enjoyed it as much as I did. I recommend getting the first if if you haven't played it or anybody listening hasn't played it. That game is always on sale for like $5. It's insane. And, and you know, for five bucks, can't really beat it. I recommend trying it out. And I think the next game looks like a pretty big step up. And I'm glad they're doing more original content instead of all Mario and rabbit stuff. Mm hmm.
1: Um. Yeah, I agree. I know I say that a lot, but we're of a like mind, you know?
0: We are of a like mind.
1: And then uh, for their one more thing, they announced uh, their avatar, the blue people, not the last airbender. Um, Frontiers of Pandora, which is a first person game. Um that uses the snowdrop <laughs> engine, which is like a beautiful next gen engine um it's gonna come out in twenty twenty two supposedly uh we'll see because the avatar movies I think the fourth one was supposed to be out by this year, so you know I know it's two completely different things, but I just thought that was funny
0: no that's a fair um, assumption because you know those cross marketing that gets them a lot of attention and money so wouldn't surprise me if they moved it to fit the movie schedule
1: right um i don't know this didn't really pique my interest that much i don't really like avatar though i don't really i think the movie's kind of bad so
0: (laughs) i so here's my opinion on it because i also don't really care for the movie all that much but i think they built an interesting world potentially Mm -hmm. and i think video games are inherently the best medium for exploring interesting like alien and unique worlds like this so if it was really well executed, I think this could honestly surpass the movie a lot. Like just exploring that world, Pandora, right?
1: hmm
0: I think exploring that world in a video game could be really special. And if the Snowdrop engine is as beautiful as this trailer implied, which again, this could have just been pre-rendered in the engine and it was kind of deceiving, but if it looks like as good as this trailer, again, I don't really care for the Pandora, not the Pandora, the Avatar IP. But also, it could be an interesting, it could be very interesting if it's done very well.
1: Yeah, I think they could take a world that was a little bit generic sci-fi fantasy and turn it into something a lot more substantial. But yeah,
0: and that's why I think they should have made a very well produced game instead of making 30 movies or whatever they're doing. So
1: (laughs) 30 movies that were like supposed to be out by now.
0: Yeah. Um. That was the wrap up for the Ubisoft conference though. So, shall we move on to the next show?
1: Let's move on.
0: Later on Saturday, we had the Devolver Digital Max Pass Plus, which was a uh, if you didn't watch it, a real wacky event. It was a uh, it's they always do a parody of E3, so the Devolver Max Pass Plus is a fake product that is making fun of every current streaming and subscription product essentially um and the conference itself was very entertaining completely ridiculous i highly recommend watching it even if you've seen the trailers and heard the news it's still fun to watch um Mm -hmm. but today we will be talking about the actual news uh the first game that they showed off was called trek to yomi this is a side scroller inspired by akira kurosawa who makes a lot of who made a, a lot of very classic samurai films, black and white, beautiful films, um, with a very distinct style? Um, it is coming out in twenty twenty two, and in my opinion, in my opinion, it looks like Ghost of Tsushima merged with Inside. It's really something else. Mm-hmm. I honestly well, that... think. Go ahead.
1: That tracks because Ghost of Tsushima was based off of Kurosawa films, or heavily inspired, I should say, not based off of.
0: This game looks like it takes a much more direct inspiration, like Mm -hmm. Ghost of Tsushima is kind of like loosely inspired, but this game, like some of the shots in this trailer just look like a Kurosawa film, Mm -hmm. and it's all in black and white, which is a very bold choice for a video game, you know? I was shocked at the graphical fidelity of this trailer for an independent studio. It looks really yeah. insanely beautiful. Yeah. This is honestly one of my highlights of E3. I was not anticipating something like this, but I really am looking forward to playing this game next year.
1: Yeah, it looks cool. Um, they also announced Shadow Warrior 3. I didn't know there was a one or two. I've never heard of this game. Um, The trailer was crazy. It was like just straight up running and jumping and kicking and fighting and killing. Um, The gameplay didn't really capture me but maybe I'm not like maybe that's just not my style of game. Um, But yeah, it looked very and I quote, bombastic.
0: (laughs) It looks like doom but yeah way more colors i think doom is a beautiful game but shadow warrior 3 is clearly going for like a hyper saturated neon look and i appreciate it a lot i think it's going to be i mean like the the extremely fast-paced first person shooting action very clearly a lot of doom inspiration
1: yeah
0: um but speaking of first person games the next game that they showed off was phantom abyss which is a highly challenging first-person platformer. It's coming out very soon on Early Access on June 22nd. Um, first-person platforming games are not a common thing. You know, we got like Mirror's Edge and and Mirror's Edge. It's basically all that comes to mind generally. Yeah. And, Listen. Go ahead.
1: I'll be the one to make the joke. It's just fancy Temple Run.
0: It does look like Temple Run. I was just gonna say that because he's grabbing an idol in the entrance the... or the opening of the trailer.
1: Yes, the <laughs> idol looks like the one from Temple.
0: <laughs> but it looks good, you know. It does. I'm excited to see. It's an early access, so I won't be able to play it because I don't have PC, so it'll be nice that hopefully by the time I play it, it will have improved from its early access version and I will be playing a very, you know, defined high quality product
1: do you feel like it's um highly challenging because it's first person
0: (laughs) yeah i mean inherently not being able to see around you only in one direction makes it challenging but also like it's throwing this trailer makes it very clear they're gonna be throwing a whole lot at you so yeah if you have any amount of motion sickness caused by video games don't even watch the trailer no that's my my very firm advice
1: That is mine as well. Um, So they also announced Death's Door, which is coming July 20th to Xbox and PC. It's a 3D isometric um, combat game. It's really fast paced combat. I said combat game boss centric. Um, I not really my style of game. But it might be yours. I don't know. I mean, what do you think? It looks. I mean, it looks. The style is interesting.
0: It's very well polished. I, if isometric games are kind of like a dime a dozen these days, so it's like you have to do something really special to to pull it off and make it interesting.
1: Are they little birds?
0: They're little bird people, I think.
1: Oh my it god! It kind of looks like
0: intense, like an intense Monument Valley, as far as the style goes
1: they're little birds
0: <laughs> I like that they're birds and that's what's going to sell it for you
1: honestly I'm starting to come around to it they're little birds <laughs> it's cute maybe they're not
0: they have birds There's a oh, frog. they might just be, they might be plague doctors who's to yeah, say? I
1: can't I can't really tell <clears throat> I mean death store if they were crows or ravens that would make sense
0: yeah we'll have to ask the developers
1: we will it looks out
0: it's out very soon so that's true i'm gonna say i'm a little disappointed it's not on game pass because it is xbox and pc exclusive so it's very strange to me that they also didn't get a hold of a game pass spot
1: yeah you would think
0: but hey who am i to complain we got a billion games in the last episode for game pass so that's true the next game that they showed off was a new game from the creator of Pony Island, which, if you have not played or heard of it, it is not cute. <laughs> it is uh, <laughs> it is often uh, compared to Doki Doki Literature Club and Undertale in that it is quite subversive, um, definitely defies what you would generally expect from a game like that. Um, so that creator is making a new game. Um, it is a card-based game, which to me is usually, like, that's a big no. I'm not big into card games, card video games. But if you watch this trailer, it's very strange, surreal, and, like, there's a lot that's going to be, you know, beyond what you'd expect from a card-based game for sure. So I, I'm i ready to be spooked by whatever this game has in store.
1: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of... Um... Like, I don't know, like the Rusty Lake puzzle games that mm. it's just like a little bit weird and creepy and there's like animal heads and stuff. I mean, Rusty, like they're literally animals, but um, I don't know. I think it it looks kind of cool. I'm not really into that type of thing, but it looks just intriguing enough that I might be like, actually, yes.
0: I think it'll be talked about by a lot of people upon release at the very least.
1: Yes, I would agree with that. Um, so, the final announcement at the Devolver Digital show was for a game called Demon Throttle. Um, it is a classic shoot 'em up. It's coming to the Switch uh, just physically, it's a physical exclusive. So, a little peculiar. bit peculiar. But um, the trailer was very short. It's like a pixel, you know, it's an old game. It's like a classic. It's not. Um, it's not anything crazy, but it's coming out in 2022, which I think uh, is also odd. Why is it taking so long? I'm <laughs> it's just, literally just the old game.
0: I disagree. So it's interesting. This, this was announced and a lot of people were like, that's kind of cute. That's a fun way to do it. Because, you know, if you're making a, an indie game, you know, it's always available digitally, usually only digitally. But in this case... It is only available on physical card. I think it's a bad idea because collectors are a very aggressive type, and they're probably all going to buy this game up right away and keep their copy sealed for collectors' reasons, which means like nobody's going to play this game. Yeah. So I don't know. I-, I think it's a funny concept. You know, they did it kind of like as like a. A commentary and a parody but like that commentary and parody is costing this developer players you know yeah so We'll, we'll see how successful it is hopefully it's like so well stocked that it's not something that collectors feel the need to buy everything of i guess we'll find out soon enough i guess we will but that wrapped up the devolver max pass plus show (laughs) next on the docket we had square enix um i wrote aka the marvel show because oh my goodness they were this was one of the worst paced conferences i've seen in my life
1: (laughs) it was bad
0: (laughs) and the thing that sucks it was a good set of showing like there were good games to be shown and it was just so horribly paced if this was a 25 minute show it would have been like critically acclaimed. People would have been like, wow, like that was really tight and showed a lot of cool stuff and was speedy. But instead, they showed one game, which we'll talk about in a moment, for like 20 some minutes. And then they announced a remaster for another series of games, which we'll talk about in a minute. And they gave it 20 seconds. But that's not an exaggeration. And I was just like, ah, 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 what?
1: Yeah, they don't really know their audience.
0: No. But let's get right into the news. They opened with a new game from Idos Montreal, Guardians of the Galaxy. It is going to be a single-player, third-person action game. And uh, I wrote, thank God, it had Bonnie Tyler in it. They had a I Need a Hero, or "Holding Out for a Hero, the classic 80s song over the initial reveal trailer. Uh, it's coming out October 26th, which shocked me you know i was Mm -hmm. not expecting such a soon release date for a game we didn't know about till till that conference it's coming out for playstation xbox and pc and maybe something else which we will talk about later uh it had a a, as i said extensive gameplay shown um some might say too extensive um
1: some might say we played the whole game
0: (laughs) Uh, Like, I don't mind a 20-minute gameplay demo, but that's something you release as, like, a video after your conference, not during it. Um, Yeah. It showed off that it has shooter combat with a nice team command system. It kind of reminded me of, like, a very fast-paced version of the team command system from Mass Effect, honestly. Mm. Which, if implemented well, that could be really cool. Um, There's a lot of licensed music included. Uh, The trailer showed a couple different songs um there's going to be choices that you can make with a narrative and there's some leveling rpg elements um i think the game looks really good it left a bad taste in my mouth because of the presentation which sucks like i was excited for this game and then 15 minutes later i was sick of this game
1: yeah i know i i feel like i am always very wary of these games that are like hey, it's kind of like the movie, you know what I mean? Like, it's Mm kind of like the movie, but it's not really. So you're, I don't know. That's kind of how I feel about the Avatar one. That's kind of how I feel about any video game that sort of is in line. I know this is more like the comics, but I just don't trust it because Guardians of the Galaxy is really more recognizable now because of the movies, so.
0: Yeah, we'll have to wait and see on this one. The fact that it's out very soon makes me feel slightly better because mm-hmm. it didn't have like an overblown super long development cycle that we knew about like they just showed it and they're like out in four months it's like oh okay no nope, not much time to ask questions which might be better in our case <laughs> yeah we'll know soon we'll know very soon so got to keep an right. eye on this one
1: right um they also announced uh final fantasy one through six pixel remasters quote unquote uh teased for both pc and mobile
0: no the console. mobile made me
1: very wary <laughs>
0: and the fact that there's um, not even like a switch port like what?
1: I know. I don't really get it. I really like Final Fantasy VI. Um but I'm a little bit I'm a little bit worried.
0: We also don't know what a pixel remaster means, which is a little
1: It's not really a remaster, is it? If you're making it worse.
0: I don't really know. If it's like an octopathy kind of pixel remaster that'd be cool but like square enix owns the octopath team so i think they would have said that pretty straight up if that was the case i don't know i'm weary of this i think again it was the fact that they spent 20 minutes on guardians and then immediately moved on to 20 seconds of this and i'm like wait can't you at least tell me what that means do you not have freaking time in this conference who's to say who's to say But they kept talking about mobile games after that. They announced that near reincarnation, the mobile game, will be getting localized. That is not a spinoff or anything. That is a completely canon separate game. Um, I have not played it. I have looked into some of the lore implications of the game. But I'm excited to be able to actually play it in English soon. So we'll see how that goes.
1: Yeah. Um, They also showed some new content for the Avengers game. Um, Hawkeye and uh, Black Panther are coming later. Black Panther's free. Um, I don't really know anybody who plays the Avengers <laughs> game, so this is exciting for those that do. Uh, I also kind of feel like it's weird that Hawkeye and Black Panther weren't already there, but whatever.
0: Yeah, I think it's nice that Black Panther's free. We 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 called them, called them out a little bit last week because we were like, huh, it's really... They listened. <laughs> they heard us. They heard us. Because it's a little messed up to make money off A franchise that has become more popular partially because of the death of its star um Mm -hmm. so making it free feels pretty respectful not just to chadwick boseman and the black panther crew but also to like Avengers players who kind of have been treated like crap like the few people who are still playing that game getting treated like garbage by the developers it's kind of like please give them content they deserve so i'm glad that they are giving it away for free
1: right i would agree with that
0: The next thing they showed is something that I have been looking forward to for years. And to say I was disappointed is an understatement. (laughs) They showed off Babylon's Fall, which is Platinum's new action game. I am one of the biggest Platinum fans that you can find. I freaking love every game they make. Um, This game was announced as like a fantasy action game character action game uh it was shown at the conference to be a multiplayer multiplayer live service game which anytime i see the word live service i assume a game is going to be bad that is my assumption now because it has not been proven to work except some people like destiny 2 it's basically it and the fact that platinum one of my favorite developers on the planet is making one of these things And it could have been, like, a Platinum Fantasy-based game could have been so interesting. I was just so disappointed. I talked last week about how excited I was to see this game. And as soon as they, they cranked it up and it was four people running and the resolution was, like, 240p and that wasn't the stream. It just looked that bad. I don't know. Sad. That's what I'm feeling.
1: Yeah. I'm, um i wanted to see the trailer just for reference uh it has 549 likes okay <laughs> it has it has 1200 dislikes that's the ratio that we're dealing with
0: it also only has 50,000 views and this is only one of them i know like there's lots of versions of the trailer but like e3 trailers are usually like six digits at least for interesting stuff so like this is going to flop. This is going to just come out and be a failure instantly. And I don't know how Square Enix can go from Avengers to this. How could they be that foolish?
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It looks like it. It's, it does not look that good. It kind of looks like um, like a less fun looking Genshin Impact.
0: Yeah. Ugh, Except it costs right. money,
1: right? Except it's not free.
0: Yeah, but the open beta, the open beta registration is is available now. So if you want to go get on that beta, if you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, There you?
1: Nobody's stopping you.
0: I'm not gonna do it. I think it looks so bad. I'm not even willing to give it a try, which really sucks. But that's just that was my biggest disappointment of E3 right there.
1: Yeah, it's that's disappointing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, on a lighter note, we did get some Life is Strange news. Uh, they're remastering Life is Strange, Please the original quotes, <laughs> the, the first and no, just the first. I'm sorry.
0: First and second.
1: Oh, is it the second as well? Yeah. Um, so Life is Strange 1 and Life is Strange 2 are both getting remastered. They're coming September 30th. Not a game that I would necessarily call for a remaster just because of the style of it. I well, don't apparently. think that it has aged poorly. I think that it looks fine. Apparently the developers
0: like, hadn't thought it either because it looks exactly the same. Yeah, it's
1: pretty <laughs> much identical. Um a little bit weird. Don't know why they made that decision. I know a lot of people like the game. I liked the game. I really liked the first game. Um, but I have no desire to buy it again because I already bought it once and it looks exactly the same. The wipes,
0: um, if you've seen the trailer, they do wipes to like show what the remaster looks like. <laughs> it, it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It just looked like they turned down the brightness two notches and that was it. <laughs> I laughed yeah. so much.
1: Yes. Um, and then they also showed us a little bit more of the next Life is Strange game. Life is Strange: True Colors, which is out September tenth, and it looked pretty good. I don't know. I don't know. I I like the style a lot. I just sort of feel like Life is Strange two. Nah. Cap- what was it, Captain Wonderful or whatever? What was the spinoff?
0: Something like that. I have. I forget already.
1: I feel like. Everything that has happened since Life is Strange has been a little bit lower quality. Um, So I'm hoping that True Colors breaks that trend a little bit. But we'll see.
0: I'm confused why they're releasing a a remastered collection after the new game instead of releasing the remastered collection so people can play it before the new game.
1: Yeah, I wonder if maybe they just think that after playing this one, people might want to go back and play the first two. Yeah. But I don't really get it either. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, they uh, did one more thing at the end, a very classic move, and they showed off a brand new game, which we have actually discussed because it leaked a good few weeks ago, called Final Fantasy Origin. Stranger of Paradise. So that subtitle is new. It is from Team Ninja. It is a uh, third-person action game loosely based upon the first Final Fantasy. It is coming in 2022 to all the major platforms, PlayStation 4, 5, Xbox One, Series X, and PC. <laughs> and the there is a demo that was coming to the PS5. Uh... It was a, a bit of a debacle. I don't know if you heard about this, Kelly. There was a demo that was supposed to be available. They released it. And then I went and downloaded it. Super excited. Uh, I clicked X. It's like, time to play. Time to have fun. And it said, your data is corrupted. Please close the game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
0: I went to Twitter.com to confirm. They released a demo that would not open. and uh a lot of good memes came out of it they said the word chaos about 40 times in the first trailer and everybody's like chaos has corrupted our playstations yes Um, and that
1: main character who looks uh, like eminem
0: generic as all get out this game is getting (laughs) this game is getting flack like i was not anticipating i think a lot of it is warranted uh, but a lot of it is not because the the this is on the trailer makers. The character is generic, but you can customize quite extensively. Mm-hmm. I did end up playing the demo because it is it was available as of today. So I played it before we hit record. Um, and as soon as I started equipping stuff, it was substantially less generic looking. Um, the visuals are, are, are rough right now. But also this game is... Probably over a year from launch, and feels pretty finished gameplay-wise. So I think a year to polish those visuals seems very reasonable. I'm they have a feedback survey available for those who played the demo, and I'm going to fill it out extensively, honestly, because I want this game to succeed. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was unexpected. We knew it was coming because of the leak, but the general existence of this game was quite unexpected, and, I, and I'm excited to play it for sure. Also, just as a a jokey side note, the entire time I felt like I was speaking, Kelly was judging me because in our shared Google document, (laughs) I accidentally wrote that this game was coming out in 2032 and and over and over while I was trying to talk about the visuals and stuff. Kelly just kept highlighting it and giggling to herself.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. That's when Final Fantasy 16 will be out. 2030, 2030. No, that, <laughs> no,
0: don't be ridiculous. That's when Final Fantasy 7 remake part 2 will come out.
1: Oh, you're right, you're right.
0: <laughs> <Aww>.
1: <laughs> That's sad.
0: Uh all right, Kelly. So that was the Square Enix show. That was Goodbye, the last Square show. Enix. That was the last show we had to talk about before yep. the big one.
1: Mhm.
0: I thought that Nintendo freaking knocked it out of the park, so I'm excited to discuss this. This Mm -hmm. happened earlier today at the time of recording, a couple days ago at the time of this release. It happened on Tuesday, June 15th at noon. Shall we jump right into what they talked about?
1: Let's just dive on in.
0: They opened up with a nice trailer of a deceased Ganondorf like, straight up dead Ganondorf, drooling out of his mouth, being carried by somebody, and then tossed into a a volcanic river. Uh, you know, it popped up, I said, oh my god, is this Breath of the Wild 2? And I'm like, no, that's ridiculous, <laughs> it's not the right style. And then it zooms up, and none other than Kazuya from Tekken was announced to be joining Super Smash Bros. Ultimate um this was very exciting for me i was not expecting this this introduction a lot of people are excited it was you know honestly i probably should have seen this coming like a lot of people should have seen this coming but we're all like spitballing the same kind of ideas that we kind of forgot about the fact that a tekken representative could have been here um he looks insanely unique and complicated um Like they showed off all his moves and it was like a two minute show. (laughs) I was in disbelief at just how much they showed. Um, I'm very excited though. At this point, like I don't really care what, what characters come to smash because we have so many that I'm more interested in like gameplay diversity and stuff, which Mm -hmm. we most definitely got with this character.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was cool. You've got Um, Street Fighter. You've got Tekken. What's next? you got Final Fantasy? me <gasps>
0: Well I guess me's are in the game so I guess I could be in the game but
1: right that's no joke.
0: No joke. We will be talking a little bit more about this uh, on the show closest to June 28th because there will be a 40 minute presentation to discuss the character, which is oh my goodness, a long presentation to talk about one character. Um, but he looks extremely complicated looking forward to playing him again. June 28th, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. There will be a conference by Mr. Sakurai himself.
1: Yes. Um, they also announced after that, so as a follow-up, uh, the Life is Strange remaster that we were discussing is coming to the Switch later this year. And the True Color, True Color, Life is Strange True Colors is coming out on the 10th of September for Switch. Um, they also announced the Guardians of the Galaxy game on 1026, the cloud version. Um, you know, just your standard, like, this is also coming to the Switch, by the way, just letting you guys know these games are coming to the Switch, by the way, just in case you forgot.
0: I was, the Guardians shocked me because that game looks pretty technically demanding. So I was like, how on earth are they going to run this on a Switch? And then Mm -hmm. I was looking later and realized it's a cloud version. I'm like, oh, which for those who don't know, you can stream certain big budget games to your Switch. Like you have to pay 60 bucks and then you have a downloaded version. But it's just, it's not actually a downloaded version. It's like you connect to the internet and stream from a different Mm -hmm. place. So I guess that's cool. It's cool that it's coming out on release day, at least. Yeah. And then uh, very excitingly, we got a few little announcements. Worms Rumble is coming June 23rd. Astria Ascending is coming September 30th. And Two Point Campus is coming next year. So that was a quick little bada-boom, bada-bing, back-to-back. Don't know why I got mm-hmm. some musical there for a second, but <laughs> that, was, that was another quick uh, back-to-back announcement from them.
1: Mm-hmm. And then very excitingly, following that write-up, um, they this year is Monkey Ball's 20th anniversary. And it's time for Banana Mania, baby, because <laughs> they're releasing Monkey Ball. Banana Mania, October 5th, which is a remaster or yes. a remake.
0: I guess probably of... it looks substantially upgraded. So I would say it's probably closer to a remake.
1: Yes. And I um, absolutely adored Super Monkey Ball. I love that game. I played it a lot when I was little. So I'm very excited.
0: Yeah, I know that for... from my understanding, it's it's very exciting for the hardcore fans that they're returning to 1, 2 and Deluxe instead of the lesser later entries
1: yeah i'm excited i love me those little monkeys
0: when's that when's that drops
1: october 5th
0: okay wow that's maybe that's gonna be a theme for this show is coming soon games
1: yes definitely
0: um following monkey ball and arguably kind of overshadowing monkey ball for a a large segment of the audience (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Monkey Ball. I'm sorry, Monkey Ball. But like Nintendo did not give it the time that it needed. I feel like they should have put it before all of those little games to give it a little more breathing room. Because right after that, they mentioned Metroid Prime 4 and they were like, Hey guys, we're working hard on it, but we have nothing to show you. However, we have something else to show you. And, you know, I'm a Metroid fan. I'm underserved. We do not get new games like ever. (laughs) So I was like, this is going to be something small. This is going to be a remake of Super Metroid. This is going to be a collection of just the regular games. This is going to be something small. It's going to be small. I was wrong. They open up. They have Samus walking down a weird looking hallway. And it says Metroid 5. I went into panic mode. I was like, this isn't real. I'm dreaming. Wake me up. This game looks freaking dark and kind of spooky. And you know what it reminds me of a lot is the the modern Resident Evil games because the whole mm. point is the this weird robot evil creature is just following you and you cannot defeat them. They're called Emmy, and it's honestly pretty freaky. This trailer shows Samus being caught by Emmy and violently killed. Like mm. I was I was surprised at how violent this game was. Um, And then shortly into the trailer, they announced that this 2D side-scrolling Metroid game would be called Metroid Dread. Metroid Dread has been a title that people have been colloquially using for a potential new Metroid game for literally 18 years. Oh, wow. So the fact that this is actually called that, I was just shocked. I was utterly shocked and potentially even more shocked this game is coming out October 8th which is freaking soon for a brand new game we didn't even know existed till today they mm-hmm. also showed off an amiibo that was samus in her her suit for this game and the new villain emmy and that's a two pack for 30 bucks coming out on the same day as the game i'm i'm stoked Truly stoked. I don't know if you're a Metroid fan, Kelly, but I'm stoked.
1: Yeah. I think it's very exciting, especially because I appreciated that they were like, don't worry. We're still working on four. (laughs) But here's this. But here's just a little.
0: It reminds me a lot of the Breath of the Wild thing a couple months ago when they showed off Skyward Sword and they were like, sorry, we we can't show you. Breath of the Wild, we're sorry. But at least they showed something insane because, you know, that was disappointing because it was Skyward Sword HD. But this was exciting because it was a brand new fifth Metroid side-scroller. It has been 19 years. It has been almost our entire lives, Kelly. Well,
1: not mine. I'm really old.
0: How old are you, Kelly? Tell me how old you are.
1: I couldn't tell you. A lady... Does not share her age.
0: Is it because if you said something a little bigger than yours, you could offend some of our audience. And if you said something too high, it would be so ridiculous that I would not believe you.
1: A lady never shares.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Does a lady share the next news piece, at least?
1: Yes. And a lady (laughs) also shares that she played Mario Party 4 when it first came out. Um, Anyway. Yeah, so they announced Mario Party Superstars, which is sort of like an all-star Mario Party mini games game. Um, I think it was it's like a mainstay. Like they had maps and stuff. Like it was Mario Party proper, but it has like mini games from a bunch of the old Mario Parties, which is exciting yeah. because some of the old ones I really really enjoy the games. Um, it's coming out on October 29th of this year. Uh, my only qualm with it is that it is $60, which seems a little bit much to me for a game that is full of games that we have already played.
0: Yeah. I mean, because they are using the N64 maps, if you look at the side-to-side, side-by-sides, it's pretty insane. Like, these are Roundup remakes. They are not just polished. And, like, UI-wise, like, it looks like a bit... A bit cleaner than super mario party but it's still clearly using you know the super mario party bones i'm excited this is I'm the first time excited. i think i'm going to buy a mario party which is interesting
1: i bought mario party four or five from blockbuster when i was younger because blockbuster for those who don't know was a store that used to rent out movies and games <laughs> physically and At my local Blockbuster, if you rented a game and you had it for long enough, you could just buy it off of Blockbuster. I once bought Dragon Age Origins. I know you guys. I have to talk about it every episode. (laughs) Even when there's not Dragon Age news. I once. Yes. I once bought Dragon Age Origins for $1 from Blockbuster. So because they were like, you rent this game too much. Just buy it. (laughs) So anyway, uh, long story short, I will also be playing this Mario Party Superstars, All-Stars, Super All-Stars, Superstars. Super superstars,
0: All-Star. Is that correct yeah. or is that a...
1: No, That's I was just frantically typing <laughs> everything that I saw on the screen as I was trying to eat my lunch and watch the Direct <laughs> all at once. It's um, kind of stressful.
0: I'm very excited. It looks goofy i'm glad that you i know this is a very small thing you have to pay 20 coins to get a star <laughs> having to pay 10 and super mario party kind of imbalanced it because people could get to the star super quick and like get it no matter what whereas now you kind of have to take your time a little bit more so mm-hmm. i'm happy birdo's back as a character
1: justice for birdo
0: justice for birdo we'll see how it, it turns out i'm sure it'll be Super Mario Party was very well received for Mario Party games. So I think it'll be pretty, pretty beloved, honestly. So Mm -hmm. and it's not too far away. It's true. Uh, Moving on from the Nintendo news, we got a new trailer for Just Dance 2022. (laughs) How many times can we bring up Just Dance in in this episode? I'm just curious.
1: It's Hey, it's just dance season, all right? You, <laughs> you call it E3 season, I call it just dance season. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just, oh, oh, I have a major announcement. The show is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> and then they showed off Cruisin' Blast, and then they announced that Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is coming to Switch, and that's September 24th. A couple little headlines right in a row.
1: Mhm. And then right after that they followed up with a a new Mario golf game. Um it's coming out 625 so about a week from Friday yeah. from this upcoming Friday, a week from now. Um they they were showing off a variety of different game modes. Um so it's not just like you know 18 holes. It's there's different ways to play the game, so I don't know. I'm, I really like the only Mario sports game that I ever played was uh, the tennis one.
0: I'm glad that you tried to motion a tennis racket and just punched a water bottle.
1: I for, Yeah, I forgot what it was called. I thought it was Strikers, but then I think I'm thinking of Persona.
0: Strikers is the soccer one. What was the tennis one? Mario Tennis Aces.
1: I don't know. But I remember Daisy being in it and her being like I mean, you know how Daisy is. She's the worst. She's an H B I C. Oh. No, it wasn't it wasn't Aces. It was on the ACES GameCube. was the
0: new one. Oh, okay. I don't know what that one's called.
1: Power tennis.
0: There you go. Yeah. Look at us with all the video game knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm glad they didn't spend too long on this game since we've known about it for several months, and it's also out in 10 days from the time of this recording. So I was a little worried they were going to waste our time with that, but they did not. Um, But speaking of very soon-to-release games, we also saw a new trailer for Monster Hunter Stories 2, which is, again, out on July 9th. Um, It was also shown off at Summer Games Fest, and it was also shown off at the Capcom event. So... uh. I, I saw enough. I'm done. <laughs> your game's out. Seen enough. <laughs> less, your game's out in less than a month. You don't have to show it off at three conferences, but it looks very nice. Uh, I watched a little bit of the Treehouse demo because honestly, most of the trailers are just cinematics. So it was nice to actually see what the game will look like. I don't know if I'll pick this one up, but it looks like a very a very solid and uh, fluid turn based RPG. So
1: yeah, um, a big announcement came right after that. Uh, new WarioWare, which was crazy. It was a trailer narrated by our friend Wario, friend of the show. Wario. (laughs) Wario. (laughs) um, It's going to be out on September 10th, which is really very soon. Um, It has two-player capabilities. The trailer was very fun with its quote-unquote micro games. Um, I'm really excited. I love Love, love WarioWare. I remember I used to borrow my friend Alex's uh, Game Boy Advance SP and I would flip it and we would and we would play WarioWare on it. It was so much fun. Um, So I'm very, very excited. And that's really soon. So,
0: yeah, yeah, this this was when it became very apparent to me that because, you know, this year was looking kind of bad for Nintendo. There's nothing going on. And at this point in the show, I'm like, oh, my God, this year is freaking incredible. I had no idea mm-hmm. so I'm very excited I think it's interesting the whole the whole shtick to this one is that there's only, there's fewer micro games but the way you play it is different for each character so each character has different abilities which mm-hmm. is very different from how they've done it in the past but honestly like the way this formula is set up that's probably the best way to do it so I'm excited I'm very very excited mm-hmm. me too so, not long at all Continuing the trend of 2021 releases, we saw the first real extensive look at Shin Megami Tensei V. That's a new uh, Atlas RPG. It's coming out November 12th, which uh, leaked a couple weeks ago, sadly, but but the trailer itself was not leaked. So this was all news. Um, They showed off the actual uh, traversal of the game. Um, They showed off the combat for the first time. The main character's hair is, is too, beautiful. too beautiful. I really, really love the androgyny of the main character. I think it's really, it's really a bold stance to be taking. Cause like, you know, these days I just love seeing stuff like that. I guess mm-hmm. all days, honestly, every day. Um, yeah. But for those who maybe don't know a lot about the series, but know about Persona, this is actually uh, older than Persona, the Shin Megami Tensei brand is what led into the persona games uh at some point persona became so popular that they that they took off the shin megami tensei subtitle and just made it its own thing so it's funny that the the son has surpassed the father if you will (laughs) but now daddy's home do i cut that part do i cut it we'll see you'll know audience because it'll be there probably (laughs) (laughs) but i was super excited to see this game finally extensively uh i was surprised at how soon it was coming out honestly i didn't know if they'd make this year um because we had seen so little but now we've seen tons and i'm like oh okay this game's actually ready um and it's exclusive to nintendo switch which that's kind of a trend for them now smt4 was also exclusive to switch and its sequel but i'm super excited and this game looks really really nice
1: Yes, I I was just laughing because I was eating lunch at the time and I was thinking about if you took a shot every time the narrator said the word demon, you would be dead <laughs> by the end of the trailer. They said demon so much it like was in it was like the only word I could hear. Like it was the only one that started. It started to not sound like a word anymore. So um,
0: but Our yeah, audience, I agree. It, challenge for you. It Go watch done. this three minute trailer and take a shot every time he says demon.
1: Don't. You will die.
0: <laughs> you will you be will, gone.
1: You will incur kidney damage, liver damage, kidney damage, liver damage, mental damage,
0: death, death. All life damage.
1: Life damage. Speaking of death and life <laughs> damage, it's a pretty good transition. Oh my goodness. Um, Dangan Rampa, I can never say it. Dangan Rampa's 10 don- year don- anniversary.
0: Dangan. Dangan.
1: I think it's Danganronpa. The 10-year anniversary is this year. (laughs) Um, So they are porting three Danganronpa games to the Switch. It's called... How many times am I going to say this? Danganronpa Decades. (laughs) Um, It's going to be a physical exclusive? Question mark? Um, And it's going to come out late this year. No date, just late 2021. That's all we got, so... I imagine this is very exciting for fans of that series, because they are like diehard fans. I remember when it first blew up on Tumblr; it was like, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: There's also so. a small amount of new content, so
1: right. So that's very exciting for that fans of that series.
0: Yeah, speaking of uh, re-releases, we had a an announcement. Honestly. As as excited as I was by all the other news, this may have been the most surprising to me—not necessarily in a good way. Fatal Frame: Maiden of Blackwater is coming to Switch this year. Um, that is a Wii U game. Uh, I played that game back when it came out because they it was it was released in chapters over time. And they gave the first chapter away as, like, a way to, you know, get the audience in, get people to interested so that they'd buy the future chapters. And I played that first chapter, and I hated it so, so much. <laughs> it was really bad and hard to play.
1: Was, was that your first Fatal Frame?
0: Yeah, and I heard that was a bad way to enter.
1: Yeah, I like the Fatal Frame series, but I never played this one because I didn't have a Wii U, so...
0: Hopefully, um, hopefully, because it's you know it's been a long time. Hopefully, they they really polish this up and are able to make it a far more enjoyable game. It's very possible, so I'm not opposed mm-hmm. to giving them another try if they did a lot of good work on it.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, they had another like quick blast of announcements. Uh, Doom Eternal, uh, the first campaign was released on Switch on the day of the conference, so uh, June 15th. Doom Eternal's first campaign was on Switch. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 will be releasing on June 25th, so about a week, about 10 days from the conference, the day of the conference. And then Strange Brigade, um, never heard of this game in my life, but it also released on the day of the conference, the 15th. So, you know, just a quick little blast of like, boom, 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 here's some stuff for you right now. That's available on the Switch. And then I think they were implying with Doom Eternal that because the first campaign was released, they would be releasing more down the line.
0: Yeah, yeah, that seems reporting fair. Reporting
1: more, I should say.
0: Um, next up, they had something I personally was not expecting whatsoever. Um, Advance Wars Reboot Camp, which is a remake <laughs> of Advance Wars 1 and 2. So I guess I should say Reboot Camp. Depends. it sounded kind of stupid the way i said it didn't it oops
1: well i wasn't gonna say anything but
0: it is a remake of one and two advanced wars one and two which are uh if i'm not mistaken 17 years old which is they're nuts
1: they're very old yeah
0: uh that series has very much been dormant so I was not expecting to see it come back the way that fire emblem is taken off. Cause they're both made by intelligent systems. I expected that this game was just going to lie dormant forever. You know? Um, it's, it's a very chibi art style. Um, they have like animated, uh, 2d anime character designs that move around and stuff. But then on the field, it's like little, little toy, like chibi figures. And it's a, mm. uh, tactical rpg war game. Uh I'm probably going to give this a try cuz you know I really like intelligent systems designs, like their design choices and stuff and a good tactical rpg is always fun. So I'm not huge on the chibi style but I I trust that the game will be fun enough that I won't super care.
1: Yeah. I know I the, you know I I really like Fire Emblem but I just don't know if I can do it with a, with a with advanced wars yeah it's just i don't have a personal stake like when i'm playing fire emblem i'm like these two characters are gonna get married and that's why i have to keep <laughs> them alive
0: well if this <laughs> succeeds maybe maybe intelligence systems would go back because if they made a game as extensive and and thought out as fire emblem in the Advance war series they like now they could do some really incredible things i think that's true so
1: that is true
0: maybe this will succeed and that'll happen
1: mm-hmm um, so, as we close out the conference, uh, or the direct, I should say, we received news about the next High War High Warriors DLC. The first wave, which will be coming out in uh, three days from recording, June sixth or June eighteenth. I'm sorry. Um, and then the second wave coming out in November. This was sort of the beginning of a series of Zelda news pieces. Zelda uh, because on it bike. is like exactly. Zelda was on a motorcycle. <laughs> that was pretty cool. And you can also play as one of those of the guardians. I don't know if you could always do that. I'm not super fan High Rule Warriors. I can't say it, first of all. <laughs> That's news. Um, but yeah. Um, you know, I don't really care for Warriors style games. Um, but I do like that Minda is in it.
0: So, well, she's not in this one.
1: Oh, she's not. Oh no, because no. this is the Age of Calamity. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, was I thinking did of play the this last one. one.
0: I loved this game a lot, actually, but it's also one of those series that I acknowledge I, I enjoyed it start to finish, and then as soon as I finished, I'm like, done. I don't want to play anymore. I had my fill, mm-hmm. and if I play even a little more, I'm gonna start hating it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm excited for hardcore fans that it's getting good DLC and that Zelda's on a bike. Because I love Zelda on a bike.
1: She is on that bike.
0: It's it's really cool. I think if you haven't played Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity and you like Breath of the Wild a lot, it's worth looking into if you're willing to play the the warrior style. I like it in... Uh, what's the word when you don't want something a lot?
1: In moderation.
0: I like it in moderation. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> um, But you know, it's not something I'd play every day, but for this, it was also interesting because the story was so directly linked to Breath of the Wild. So Mm -hmm. let's speed on along because we have some news to get to that is even more exciting than this. Uh, Game and Watch. That's all. That's the news. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, (laughs) So so for those who don't know, Game and Watch is a little 2D handheld Um, They used to make them back in the the 70s and 80s, Nintendo did, and they had little games on them, but they were also a watch. Uh, Mr. Game & Watch is a character in Super Smash Bros. based on all of those old games, but they announced that they're going to release a new one for the Legend of Zelda's 35th anniversary, which was also a weird way to confirm that they don't have any serious anniversary plans. A (laughs) lot of people, they were like, yeah, this is for the anniversary. That's all that you're getting, which was very peculiar because everybody was waiting for them to do a similar thing to mario's 35th anniversary but alas um but this this game and watch will include legend of zelda 1 legend of zelda 2 and the game boy version version the game boy (laughs) version of link's awakening and there will also be some little game and watch mini games with little link uh, and I know Kelly's a fan because she put a tiny smiley face right next to that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I said, O M G G G G, 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 Game & Watch Link, smiley face.
0: <laughs> and there will so. also be a watch because it's a Game & Watch. So there'll be a nice little clock feature and a countdown feature in it with little Legend of Zelda animations happening all around it. So that's coming out this year. Uh, good luck getting one. That's all I'll say.
1: Yeah. I was kind of disappointed with the anniversary. I guess they did. Maybe that was, maybe I'm confused, but I felt like the last big Zelda anniversary, maybe it was the 30th one. They had the big orchestra celebration.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's correct.
1: So, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed. I thought they'd do a little bit more with it, but I guess that's just, maybe they couldn't really do a whole lot just because of COVID and... Things of that nature. And, you know, I guess we'll see you in five years for the 40th anniversary. But
0: maybe maybe it's because they're putting too much money into the next thing we're going to discuss.
1: That's true. They dropped a big, big old honking piece of news on us right at the end. (laughs) Um, They showed us some Breath of the Wild 2 footage, uh, gameplay, and cinematic footage. Uh, They are calling for a 2022 release date. Which I was kind of expecting. Um, it seems to be the uh, like the same map almost as the first one, uh-huh. plus like an added uh, sky level, which is kind of like in in theme with the Skyward Sword remaster that's coming out uh, next month, uh-huh. um, which is kind of cool. Uh, you know, I would like to see a little bit more gameplay because a lot of it did look kind of similar to the first game which is not surprising it's a direct sequel um but yeah, i like, want to see a little bit about more that, i want to see what what they've what about added the
0: part what about the part where link bops his head on the roof of one part and then he goes through the floor and then he come out up top what about that part kelly
1: i you know what i did see that part oh that kelly, was pretty
0: kelly what about that part where link had long hair
1: I did see that part as well. I actually thought that was.
0: Well, about that part where Link's arm looks funky.
1: Oh, oh yeah. I also saw that part. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. All these parts that you're talking about, I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a long trailer. So if you hadn't seen them, I'd be very confused.
1: I want to play a Zelda.
0: I thought that when it, When I saw Link falling from the sky, I thought it was Zelda. Because Zelda has shorter hair now, and I just saw a a person in a a tunic, which I thought was a dress, falling from the sky, and I got very excited. I was like, playable Zelda! And then I saw another angle, and I was like, oh.
1: Exactly. And I'm saying they've made it very hard to differentiate the two, because now Link's hair is longer and Zelda's hair is shorter. so, Mm -hmm. And they're both kind of androgynous, especially Link. I mean Link, you know. Link is is like the epitome of like androgyny, you know what I mean? Especially in Breath of the Wild. Just a yeah. beautiful person. And I feel like I want to play Zelda. I'm putting my foot down. It's time.
0: I mean it's still possible. I don't think I think that they're aware of the demand and because of how popular Zelda is especially now, it's very possible that there's going to be some like dark world stuff or something going on cuz she fell down a hole at the beginning. Did you do you remember that part where she fell down the hole? I do, yeah. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, girl, I did not spend all that time in the first game trying to get you back for you to fall down a hole.
0: <laughs> I really okay. hope that she's she's heavily integrated into the story and that she's not a damsel. I I'm not going to make any judgments on what the story of this game is because this trailer did not say much story-wise. It showed a lot of a lot of gameplay and also showed some really, really cool new enemies and stuff. Which, you know, I think that's the biggest criticism of Breath of the Wild is that there's so few enemies and now there's like a big stone boy, snake boy, mm-hmm. and, like, and like a gross ceiling snake thing that Link lights on fire with his, his fire hand.
1: But don't worry. There's still... Bob Bob Boboklins Boboklins Boboklins. One more try. Bob bo-
0: Bob <laughs> Uh If your name is Bob Loken, we apologize for
1: <laughs> using your likeness. I'm triggering um, your Google alerts, Bob. Sorry.
0: <laughs> That's gonna be the first tag of this this podcast is, is Bob <laughs> Loken, and then video games.
1: Um, but
0: the internet is really exploding over this trailer. It's funny we mentioned the like ratio earlier. This this also has the same number of dislikes, one point four thousand, but it does have 101, 000 <laughs> likes. So I think it might be winning. Yeah. But there's a lot of like hints at interesting new mechanics. You know, this trailer mm-hmm. was not a deep dive, but but the sky world. I'm assuming it'll be called something else. The sky world looks really interesting. Because my biggest concern yes. was the fact that they said they were reusing Hyrule. And I was like, "Uh, we already explored Hyrule. And I feel like a dark world version kind of might have been a little less interesting than just like than something completely new. And putting a bunch mm-hmm. of platforms in the sky is very new. So.
1: Okay, here's my wish list. Go. Let me play Zelda. Yeah. Are we getting a reverse world? Where's Midna? She should be in a reverse world if that's going to happen. Third, we're up in the sky. I would like to see Groose. That's all.
0: I wonder if Loftwings will be here.
1: <gasps> Do you think? Maybe like oh, maybe like evolved Loftwings? Yeah. Like they're like really big and scary now.
0: <gasps> oh, what if but they're like what if they're corrupted?
1: Or like a Shadow of the Colossus thing where you have to uh, like... oh my God. ah, uh, Nintendo?
0: Call us. I have some ideas.
1: <laughs> Mr. Bowser, I have some ideas.
0: Um, As a side note, this trailer's music was like trippy. Mm-hmm. And I really liked, so they, they ended on a castle shot that lasted like 20 seconds, like super long. And it's kind of similar to the way that the first teaser ended. But the music that played over it, I was like, nah, you could just stay here if you're going to keep playing this music. Like, I'll watch this for a whole nother two minutes if we get to hear this music more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm happy it's next year. I, When we were talking about our hopes last week, my big thing was I really want Breath of the Wild this year. And I want a deep drive. And I, I mean, I would have liked that. But the big reason I said that is because this year looked so, so empty, you know? Right. But now in this Nintendo Direct, we got we got a new Smash character, we got a new Metroid entry, we got Mario Superstars Party, Mario Party. Yes. <laughs> a new <laughs> WarioWare, uh SMT coming this year, Hyrule Warriors DLC, and Advance Wars. And that's all this year. Right. So Yeah. I don't know. I'm much more okay with a 2022 release date for that game now.
1: Yeah, and I think Nintendo did a really good job with their direct. The only person we didn't hear from was Animal Crossing.
0: Yeah, Mr. I wonder...
1: Mr. Nook.
0: Mr. Is Nook. Bill? I did Anybody expect help? some updates for sure, so I was a little I surprised. Know,
1: I, I guess we're kind of in that point with the like cycle of Animal Crossing where all the events are kind of the same, but I don't know. I was kind of expecting a little something about, I don't know, something for the summer. I expected a some character.
0: Yeah. I expected some pay- paid DLC, honestly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I was quite surprised that they didn't have something to show. Cause I think at this point, paid DLC would be quite justified with all the free stuff.
1: Yeah. So if they did some extensive
0: true. paid stuff. That would have been fine with me.
1: What was your favorite? What's your most anticipated, besides maybe Breath of the Wild, what's your most anticipated yeah, game? Yeah,
0: I was going to say because Breath of the Wild too, but since that's pretty far off, I guess I should probably go to something else. Um, I think it's, it's a three-way tie. No, a two-way tie between WarioWare and SMT5. You know, the same character, or the same games, basically.
1: <laughs> it's an epic crossover event.
0: I mean, they they are both in Smash. There's an SMT character in Smash and Wario. That's true. How about you? What's your number one from this?
1: I am really, really excited for WarioWare. Um, That's all. I mean, (laughs) I'm obviously excited for everything. I'm really excited for Breath of the Wild too. But if we're talking this year, I'm excited for WarioWare.
0: I also, it was a three-way tie. Metroid's also in there. Metroid Dread. Mm. Um, That was E3. E3, was 2021.
1: E3. 2021.
0: Stick it in the bank.
1: Go ahead and ch- lock it in.
0: I don't even know what that sound was, but that's what I'm going to do.
1: It's over, folks. Hey, but you know what's coming up? On July 22nd, EA play, <laughs> which... I'm Dragon just age. saying, you know, you know who EA owns, so yeah. Maybe we'll hear about the Sims. Maybe we'll hear about some EA Sports. Maybe we'll hear about a certain age. <laughs>
0: uh, so I know we just talked about Nintendo. Is there any other big game announcement from the entirety of the show that that got you hyped up, including Summer Games Fest,
1: Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. I know that's a pretty stereotypical answer, but
0: there's a reason, though.
1: I know it's it's just it looks so good. I've been rewatching the trailer over and over again, like a like a person who's locked inside of a room <laughs> with nothing but the Elden Ring trailer. But I'm doing it by choice. Yep. Um, I am. I'm just. I'm very excited for it. It's been a I'm long time up. coming.
0: This has been. A far better E3 than I expected, if I'm being honest.
1: I'm mm-hmm. very
0: excited that we got so much news. And also that this very bad looking video game year filled out very much, especially from Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So I think that covers it. I think we did it.
1: I think we did it, folks. This Thanks is for sticking with us.
0: Yeah, this was kind of intensive for us. We did. So this is going to be two episodes, as you know. Because this is the second episode at the time of listening, but we did this in one big old recording session.
1: Mm-hmm. And that was a
0: lot of heck of news to discuss. Did you have fun, it was Kelly? A lot.
1: I did, yes. I did have fun.
0: Only 365 days until E3 2022.
1: That's going to be crazy.
0: I'm going to say one thing just real quick. I did a a google search last night last night last night i can't speak english did you know that
1: (laughs) it's been like three hours
0: and i don't want to be a pessimist about this but my biggest hope was bayonetta 3 which obviously come and gone did not happen um so i decided to to google it do you want to know how many days it's been since we saw bayonetta 3
1: How many days?
0: As of time of recording, June 15th, it was 1,286 days.
1: (laughs) Oh my god.
0: (laughs) What a bad franchise to be a fan of.
1: They better let my girl go.
0: (laughs) Thank you for the salute, Kelly.
1: That's what's to Bayonetta.
0: But I'm going to be honest, I didn't care, which was insane. Nintendo clearly knocked it out of the park that I was okay with no Bayonetta because there was just so much good stuff. Mm -hmm. But... This has been our episode. This has been our E3 special. That was so freaking fun. What a time.
1: Ooh, what a time.
0: What a time. So tune in next week for a regular episode. We'll be talking about whatever news comes down the pipe, probably quite a bit slower after this week. Uh, we'll also be reviewing Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, as well as Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. So thank you for listening. This has been our two-part 2021 e3 special thanks for tuning in see you next week
1: see you next week